Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Charge Shot Games Cast. Each and every week, friends gather around, talk about the things going on in their lives and the games they've been playing. Today, I have with me Justin. Oh, hi. Hi. And Ben. I am pleased to announce that I will be an Epic Store exclusive. <laughs> Good. Good. You can stay there. I didn't want to play you anyway. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Story of my life. Uh, so yeah, today we are going to start with Justin. You mean every week we're going to start with Justin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of low energy. I'm like weirdly tired today, uh, but I'll, I'll do my best to get through this. Uh, <laughs> make it sound like I don't want to be here. I do. I just mean like energy wise, I'll do my best to get through this. We're all, it's okay. Yeah. Um... A good, like, low-energy ASMR podcast. Uh, I, I've done that joke before. I'm not going to do it this time, but <laughs> that's not the point. Anyway, um, I wanted to start off by sharing a, a little a little hot take that I want on the record. Um, I think that there will be... And you can, like, you can clip this out, you know, when it happens on, like, time, time stamp it or whatever. Um, notice I said when. It's probably not. Um... I think that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct on April 25th. And here's why. Uh, just a, a quick little TED Talk. Um, so there's actually two reasons why they're both tied to Atlas. Uh, one is that they said, like, a few weeks ago, like, after that Atlas event that announced the Persona 5 Royal or whatever. The announcement of the <clears throat> announcement? Yeah. That they would have more information on April 25th about other things coming out you know, in that universe or whatever. Um, and with the the stuff that came out about uh, P5S and all that, like the, you know, the Best Buy system leak, um, I think that they will be announcing the Switch version of Persona 5 on April 25th, which is a Thursday. Uh, so the fact that they said April 25th. Wow. <laughs> and that's a Thursday makes me think that that's a Nintendo Direct Day. Um, aside from that, we know that we're getting the th- uh, 3.0 edition of uh, Smash Bros. With, with Joker. Yeah, with Joker from Persona 5. That's how it's another Atlas thing. Before the end of April. So if they're already making Persona announcements on that t- April 25th Direct, it would make sense to also announce Joker with a... And he's available after this Ooh. presentation. Yeah. Like they like to do. Um, so that all kind of ties together to make me think that that's, that's what we're getting. Um, plus, we'll go over in the news that there was a, a leak of one of the new features from this, uh, the 3.0 Smash update. And so if they're readying those ads and everything, like, it's coming soon. Um, and I doubt they would just drop that information. They're going to put it in a direct. I thought they said, or I saw something somewhere, where they're going to have a direct about Splatoon and ARMS. Wow. Oh honey, oh honey, that was a that was a direct from 2017. You was got it? duped. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just saw it on my timeline. They haven't updated arms in so long. Oh yeah, can you blame them. No, I can't. But it's a good game. Still. <laughs> yeah, plays it. But it's a good game that no one plays. In 2017, we're not gonna get. Or sorry, in 2019, we're not gonna get a direct about arms in Splatoon 2. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to put that out into the world. You can quote me on it or laugh at me when it do- it doesn't happen, but we'll see. 
Um, as far as like what I've been doing, what I've been playing, all that jazz, um, I have been doing a little bit more work in our basement, like getting my new uh, studio office space ready. Um, it's not; it's going to be a while still, probably a few months, but it's kind of fun to go down there and tear things apart every now and then. Uh, and I was taking out all of the old wood paneling. Um, I had taken out three of the walls. Uh, two are just like normal interior walls. And then uh, two I knew were exterior walls because it's right below our bedroom, which is also two exterior walls. So it's that like, you know, stone, uh, like masonry, whatever. Um, so I got, I took the one wall down. I was like, oh yeah, right. This is an exterior wall. I forgot. Um, so like the, the framing for it is kind of crappy, like the bottom the bottom wood piece was like snapped in half so it was really hard to get the boards off because it wasn't connected very well to the bottom baseboard um i've got some work to do there but the final wall i had left alone because it has the electrical box there's a window like it it just seemed like it was more work than it's worth when i could just like build the wall out from there and then kind of help hide the electrical box a little bit more because it was put like on like over the uh the wood paneling so it just sticks out like, you know, two, three inches, whatever, that a, that an electrical box sticks out. So I was like, if I just build my frame out from there, then it'll, like, make it flush to the new drywall. Um, but I kind of, I, I came to terms with the fact that, like, I could just insulate it more um, if I just rip out the wood paneling and then, you know, put up, like, thicker wall to still go out past the, elect- the electrical box. Uh, so I started ripping that out um, last weekend. And I guess I'm glad I did. Um, I found a pretty substantial foundation crack underneath that window on that wall. Um, that upset me, I'll admit. But, like, the basement's dry. Like, it's not like, you know, it's flooding everything, whatever. I would have known. It's the wall that the electrical box is on. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah. But it's still, like, they, they probably had this wood paneling up for 40 years or so. So the crack probably formed like during that time. So they had, they didn't know it was there because the paneling was up the whole time. Um, it doesn't go to outside. It looks like I walked around like where that window is from the outside and like part of it's underground. So you can't tell, but, um, there's like kind of some, some little, uh, some little like cracking in the foundation out there, but it's not like the crack goes through. You know what I mean? It's like in those, uh, the skin commercials on TV where you can like, they zoom in on the skin and you can kind of see how dry it is. It <laughs> yeah. looks like that, but on the wall, it's not like cracked through or anything. Okay. Um, so I got one of those like sealing kits where you like, you know, put, put paste all along the wall and then like inject stuff into the seam. Um, so I've got to do that this weekend. Uh, I can get that all sealed up before I can do anything else in that room. But man, I'm glad I found that before it got worse. Cause that would have been really bad when I get my office set up. And all my yeah. electric electronics and stuff down there. Um, so yeah, that was a big part of my weekend. And then throughout the week, I've pretty much just been continuing my trend of uh, Pokemon and Borderlands, uh, alternating between the two. Um, me and Thomas have been playing a lot of Borderlands together. We're up to like, uh, well, I got to level eighteen today. What are are you around there? I think like seventeen, something like okay. that. So yeah, we're about to head to Sledge. Um, which I think is about the furthest I've ever gotten in the game. So we're like, you know, we're in the end game now, as they say, uh, in, in whatever that Are movie we? is. Um, <laughs> I think so. Cause no like, way. I mean, it's like a, at least the halfway point, if not more. 
Because I think like you get like the level cap. Level is, cap is twenty, right? It's no, twenty, right? No, the level cap is higher, but it might only be with the DLC that it goes higher. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, this I, seems very wrong to me for some reason. It feels like that's such a short game. It's not long, as far as I like. From what I remember, it's not a super long game. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited because I've never got this far, but. My Pokemon story this week, uh, I, I had posted a picture on Twitter because it was so absurd looking, but um, I got to the ghost gym, um, which I remember liking like as a kid, but looking back and now I think about it, and, like there's really only like three ghost Pokemon, um, Ghastly, Haunter, and Gengar. Mischievous is in that game, but you don't get it till way later. Okay. I forgot that's one that was added, but... It's in Mount Silver. Yeah, fair. Um, but, like... You know, you're two gyms in, and they were trying to mix up the gyms, so it's not just the same types in, in the gyms again. The first gym, flying, like, I get that. Normal, makes sense. And then you do... Or is it ghost next, or is that the fourth? I think it's I think it's flying, then... It's either bug or ghost or, bo- or ghost bug. And bug. Yeah, it's, it's flying, uh, normal, bug, and then ghost. No, normal's... Oh, fuck Whitney. Yeah. Get a fire. I hate Whitney so fucking. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, friggin' Bill Tank. Um, roll just... out, dude. Roll <laughs> out. Uh, so I I got to the ghost gym and I was like, man, I just keep fighting Ghastly like over and over again. Like this, you know. I think about it now and like there's not a lot of ghost types, but they've added a ton more in like the last probably three gens. But really, like one and two are kind of pathetic. As far it's as weird. ghosts weird and dragons, how in the and the remakes, I, I haven't gotten far in my Soul Silver playthrough because mm-hmm. they've added more ghost Pokemon between Gens three and two, three and four. Yeah, it's weird to me how like in base, like when you're starting out, they don't have. I wish they would have had like the Gen some Gen four Pokemon right out of the gate instead of making you wait post game for that shit. Mm. I don't know when it's remakes. Like I get not wanting that, but I wish they would have done it like the let's like let's go which. I don't give that game a lot of credit, but I do give it credit for, like, being able to trade out the Alolan Pokemon. Um, and I wish they did things like that, where it's like, you could basically trade the equivalent, like, fourth-gen Pokemon at certain points. So it's like, you know, do you want to trade your Ghastly for, like, a, uh, Dusk, no- uh, Dusklops, or, you know, things like that. Um, but anyway, I got to the, the gym leader, and, um... Pretty easily got through the Ghastly and the Haunter. And then he sent out his Gengar that just kept shadow balling everything. Um, so the first time I went through, he just like wrecked everyone. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm done. That's fine. Whatever. Um, and I got back in, like full health and everything. And um, he's still like, the only thing I really had that worked against him was Ghastly. And, you know, Ghost versus Ghost isn't that great. Well, they're Ghost Poison too, so. Right, true. Um, but I never remember what's good against Poison. So, psychic. Okay, I don't. But have you don't have access to, to a psychic Pokemon that early. Yeah, you do. There's not two. <laughs> I, I just do. never, I never <laughs> ran into him. I don't realize you could get them that early. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's in the you know area. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I remember when I played this game before, I got so much variety, and this time I just keep running into the same like Rattatas and Pidgeys. I don't know why. It's I've get I've been getting really bad RNG this whole game. So like I'll go around in the grass for a while. 
and I just get tired of running into Radita and, and Pidgey, so I just move on. Like, there's so many Pokemon that I've missed, because I just get tired of grinding. Um, but anyway, I need to go back and get a Natu. But at this point, like, I had left the, uh, the Togepi that hatches in my party. Like, I hadn't touched it. It was still level one. I just, like, I literally hadn't found a sixth Pokemon that I wanted to use in my team. So I just left the Togepi. I was like, whatever, I don't care. Um, so, uh, Gengar wrecked all of my Pokemon. And so I had to send out this level one Togepi. But, because he's normal type, none of Gengar's moved, moves worked except Hypnosis. So he would put my Togepi to sleep. And then just keep spamming attacks that had no effect. And then Togepi would wake up, use uh, some like super weak psychic attack because he's level 1. Slowly whittle away at Gengar's health. And then, you know, get put to sleep again. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and this went on for probably 5 minutes. Like, I was just like, I'm just going to grind this guy down. <laughs> um, wow. With this level 1 P- Togepi versus a level 25 Gengar. <laughs> After he killed everyone else. Um, so finally he ran out of moves. Yeah, exactly. Finally he ran out of moves. Um, and I had, I had kind of started to use Togepi to heal some of the others because I knew I had time. Um, he ran out of moves and used Struggle and of course killed Togepi in one hit. Um, so then I could switch over to literally anyone else and just wreck shop because he didn't have a Shadow Ball anymore. (laughs) It was like the cheapest gym victory ever, but I loved it. It was really fun. That, that's... (laughs) That's, I killed that's... a Gengar with a level one total. Fuck you, you ghost piece of shit. <laughs> right? But yeah. So I'm still enjoying that game, but I just I wish the grind was a little bit better. And I think part of it's because I pretty much only play at night. And some of the Pokemon don't show up at night. Why don't you change the, 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 the your time clock? Because I don't think about it. Like it's it's an emulator, so it just goes off of oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't forgot. know if, I don't know how to change it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um I could just go to the 3DS mini screen and change it like that, and it does it for me. Well, I mean, that's cool, but my 3DS battery lasts like an hour, so I'd rather play it on the computer where it's at 320p. Or 720p, sorry. <laughs> 320? Yeah. <laughs> 320's a 3DS. Pretty much. Uh, but honestly, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I kind of wanted to play some Mortal Kombat after we watched the movie last night. Um, but... I didn't really know which one I wanted to play, so I just played more Pokemon instead. Because yeah. I was I was trying to, like, capture the essence of the movie, but I didn't want to go back to the original game, because it's not really that fun to go back to. They're all bad, except for Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 and Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of the 2D games, at least. Yeah. Um, well, do you, yeah. do you have Mortal Kombat X on PC? Because I have that. Mm-mm. I have it on PS4. And I don't really like playing my PS4 anymore, so I didn't feel like jumping into that. Like, I reinstalled it to get some footage from it for a video that I probably am not going to do now. Um, I might. I don't know. I was thinking about turning it into, like, a Mortal Kombat retrospective video, but then I'd have to get, like, a lot more... Like, I'd have to do a lot more uh, in-depth research and stuff from the history of the lore and all that, Uh, instead of just, like, the footage I already have from two games that I was going to compare. So, is it worth it? (laughs) <laughs> my uh my YouTube started giving me videos about Mortal Kombat lore. Mm. And there's some, there's some cool stuff. If you like there's <laughs> there some is. people who put work into that and I love those videos. I fall I fell asleep to a Castle the history of Castlevania timeline once and that was so awesome. Mm. Lords of Shadow is fucked up by the way. That'd be a creepy thing to fall asleep to. Yeah, it was fine. 
<laughs> hey, I, I saw it. It's, once you see it, you, you're kind of like whatever. He's a goth boy. He loves his uh, yeah, <laughs> goth gothic horror. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. All right. Ben, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I saw Captain... I mean, not Captain Marvel. I did see that, but I saw Shazam. Um, that was fun. Oh, you watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, I watched Captain <laughs> Marvel. Yeah. I didn't... I, by the way, I'm proud of myself for not, like, use Captain Marvel. Like, fuck you. It doesn't matter. Shazam. Uh, one of my um, managers at work does that. He's like, I can't I can't watch this new Captain Marvel movie because she's not Captain Marvel to me. <laughs> There's only one Captain Marvel. He's a, he's a DC guy. Oh, fuck him. Your coworker sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, but like, fuck, fuck. Buddy, okay, to be fair, he's like 60 and grew up with, with DC. Yeah, so like, he knew Captain Marvel before Captain Marvel was a thing. You and know what I mean? fucking adapt. Eat shit, old man. Anyways. <laughs> uh, um, As someone who is not into the comic book scene like you guys, I've never heard of this shit before. Yeah, so. it's it's stupid. It's all legal and stupid shit. But anyways, it's really fun. Um, I'm not really a huge Shazam guy. Like, she, he was always a character that would show up. And I always like yelling Shazam because that's super cool. You say that magic word and you become Earth's mightiest mortal, which I wish they would use that in the movie, but they don't. That's fine. You know, you can have your wills and you wants. But, like, it's totally charming. It re- it reminded me of, like, a movie from, like, the early 2000s, but, like, in a good way. You know, like, it would stand alone. He's got a lot of other names in the movie. Yeah, there's other names, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, why I to watch that. It, it's, it's so much fun. Um, and it... And like, yeah. like I laughed, I got a little teary eyed, and I cheered. Like I, I, and I almost—it's got a little bit of everything. It's got a yeah. little bit of horror, a little bit of fun, like yeah. it's action. A, it's a perfect. It's a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas time, and it's about family. Like, come on, it's a yeah, it is about family. Yeah, it's it's all about family. Um, but there was a moment where I almost popped out of my chair and started yelling because of a certain moment that happens. Uh, near the end of the movie, which I didn't expect. So I was like, oh shit, they're doing which that. Which we are not going to talk about. No, no. I'm not going to say what it is, but you know, there's something cool that happens that you don't expect happening. Even if you... Yep. Um, but so, go, go see it. It's fun. Um, I was briefly considering seeing that tomorrow instead of Hellboy. Go um, see go see Captain Marvel. Don't see Shazam. Go Shit see Boy. Shazam. Yeah, don't uh, see Hellboy. Hell, that movie looks don't bad. See Hellboy. I don't, well, let's... It'll be there next week. Okay, but... Well, next week is Easter, so I probably won't see anything. But, um, but no, like I wanted to see Shazam last week and didn't get, didn't get a chance to. And like I've been, I was really excited for Hellboy, and now all the critic reviews have been coming out, and it has like a fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But yeah. critics are awful, and I've been waiting for their viewer reviews to come out but it because it look sounds good. like a lot of people are just like, "This isn't Guillermo's. I bad." So like I want I want viewers to review it, and I can see if I actually care. But uh, I'll make the decision I, tomorrow. I, I saw it. It just it it. There's some cool visual stuff in it, but it just it does. I don't know. It, it to me just looks like a a rental, like a Netflix thing, mm. or whatever streaming service it happens to get the license for it. Um, but yeah, Captain, go see Captain Marvel. Don't fucking see Hellboy. Make <laughs> don't like just don't. <laughs> um, buy it on Blu-ray and make it a cult hit and make that way they make a sequel that way like the original Hellboy was. Um. Best for games, uh, I'm in the end game for Tales of Vesperia. At least I think I am. Um, no spoilers, but there's definitely some twists and turns and emotional knots and um, some reveals I didn't expect. Uh, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. I, It's definitely making me interested in the other Tales of games, so hopefully this game is selling well on Switch so that way 
Bandai Namco would be like, hey, let's put Tales of the Abyss and Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Neverland and Tales of Zeternia. That's a thing, right? Yeah, Xterra or, or Tales of Nissan Ultima. I don't fucking know. That's a thing, right? Um, yeah, more Tales games. Or maybe the new, the next, whatever new Tales game is coming out, they'll put it on Switch as well. Because uh, it's definitely cool. Uh, it's a nice uh, change of pace to what I'm used to, even from like Xenoblade, which is almost the same thing, but this one's a lot more stiff, but that's fine. Um, I started up Omen Sight, Definitive Edition on my Switch. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, um... Base I I bought it because like it was it it, de- it was on PC early last year, I missed it because there's just so many fucking games that come out, and I saw her, and then I saw it on the Switch eShop, and I saw the premise where basically you play as this character this harbinger who's trying to prevent <coughs> the apocalypse, and the apocalypse <clears throat> is caused by this uh, godless priestess which I love that fucking moniker, um, and. Uh, you basically it's a it's your the gameplay is hack and slash like bayonetta or god of war where it's like you get your light attacks you get your heavy attacks you can get your special moves that you can you get as you level up but the core of the narrative is you're basically a detective and you're trying to figure out who would kill this priestess and why would they trigger the end of the world because the game ends the starts with you basically where this dragon thing is basically it's like a Groundhog Day movie. Yeah, it's a ground well, or a game. Yeah, well, it's not in a sense. It's it isn't. It isn't because you're not reliving the same moment. You get to go back in time, and yeah, as you meet more characters, you do it over and over. And yeah, over well, as you as you meet more characters, you can go different paths and presumably go back to other paths to try to find more clues. But here's the thing, because I don't know how it runs on PC. <laughs> this might be the worst game I've seen run on the Switch. Like it's so... I mean, it doesn't play well on PS4 either. Okay, it's, okay, no, it's not just a, it's not just a Switch yeah. thing, because I played it on handheld. It's so low res; it's ridiculous. Like oh. it's it's fucking ridiculous, and the load times are so bad. I have not seen load times this bad in quite some time. It's it takes it's on the menu screen, and the frame rate just tanks. It Oof. just tanks and it's like oh my god is this a switch thing why didn't you guys optimize this i could have warned you about that (laughs) yeah i didn't know i think like but the thing is i'm gonna be a dumbass and i'm gonna keep playing because i want to solve this murder i want to see where it goes now yeah the conceit is pretty cool yeah like like, playing the actual game is not enjoyable yeah because i like the idea that you talk to these people and you get these green text boxes to give you clues and you can use those because, like, well, you play detective and you can play it where, <coughs> sorry, where the story will tell you where to go. Or you can play as the mode calls a true detective where you have to figure it out. And I'm like, let's do that. Let's try to, let's try to be somewhat smart and um, figure out who, all the motivations. And, you know, if I, like, it's why, like, I playing Phoenix Wright games where you get a case and... You know, it's up to you to bust that person in court, and there's no better satisfaction than that. So I want, I just hope I can get through the gameplay, you know, because it's not very long. <laughs> Levels aren't long. At least the first level I played wasn't long. I hope they don't get longer as I progress. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try playing it on, on Dot. Maybe it looks better. 
and maybe it's just an issue with it, like on the handheld for some reason. Um, but if it looks, if it runs better on docked, maybe I'll okay, fine, I'll just play exclusively docked. Uh, besides that, I started a Valkyria Chronicles on my Switch too because I need to start another long running RPG apparently. <laughs> um, but uh. Because I got it on sale and it was like 11 bucks, and we wanted to play this one for a little while. Uh, basically, it's like a uh, alternative take on World War II. Like, it's clearly World War II where you, you're part of this these fake European countries. And, like, you're in the middle of a war. And it's your, it's kind of cool because it's, like, a little bit like, like, say, Fire Emblem where you get, like, an overview map and you can move your units here and here and here. But then it'll go into, like, an XCOM-type mode where... When you move your actual individual units, you can actually move them, and you have like a like a like a meter that tells you how far you can move, and you can position them. and um, And I can't wait to like get more units and more troops, and to see like how that works. Because that tells me that's going to be really exciting to command basically these entire platoons of people. Okay, okay, snipers go here, tanks form a line here, you know, musket man mount here, and it has like. I love war movies, like old war movies, like Civil War and the Revolutionary War stuff where you have the drums and it has all that. So, yeah, it's glorifying war, but fuck it, it's an anime, I don't care. Um, like, I want to play more, um, and so far the levels don't seem too bad. Um, I'm just in the tutorial stage, but I, I like what I see. It's well voice acted. Um, it's a little bit weird because it's definitely story heavy because instead of, like, you getting, like, long cut, like... You know, you don't get an overworld. You basically open up a book. And I like the aesthetic where, like, you get, like, you open up a book. It's a chapter. And each screen is sort of like a like a, like a page or something. And that's how you progress the story a little by little. And you get these little cutscenes, And then finally, at the end of the end of that particular chapter, you'll get the battle scenario. Um, so, yeah, it, it's pretty good so far. And, and the game already implies that... There's not. It's just not going to be about like bloodshed and you know what is war, but like you're definitely going to get some anime titty in this. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> um, but I'm interested. I love the aesthetic. Like I loved how it's like steampunky a little bit. I love the uniforms. I love the enemy designs, and I can't wait to see how crazy it gets. Because I actually know some of these characters from Project Cross Zone, where they where three character or four characters actually are guest guest stars in there. And that's what made me want to play Valkyrie, play this game. So it's not the same characters, but it's the same idea. Um, yeah, but so far I like it. It's 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 so far so good. Um, but that's about it for me. It's really been light, just because I'm just playing too many RPGs. Uh, no Street Fighter Five, just because I've been sick and I really don't feel like I'm up to my game to play any kind of fighting games. So um, I think that's oh. I did play a fighting game, uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Um, yeah, that's a game. Um, don't don't buy it if you're not a Power Rangers fan. Um, but I bought it because it was twenty bucks, and I said fuck it, why not? You know, and it's nuts. It definitely plays like Marvel vs. Capcom too if you let it. Um, it can get pretty crazy. Uh, but it's only nine public characters now. They're actually adding three more characters for free, I think, which is pretty cool. And then there's like the DLC, uh, season pass characters, which they've already announced, I think. So, but I like it. I hope they, I kind of bought it because like, well, I'm going to put this $20 down as an investment and hope you fuckers actually update it. And they just updated it today where 
there was a glitch in the first sort of salvo for this game where you actually couldn't block low online for some reason. So <laughs> guess what I did? I went, I went, I, cause I don't know how to do like crazy Marvel style combos where like your attack, 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 tag in, do special move, attack, attack. Like you can't, I don't know how to do that. I don't have the dexterity for that. So I do when I play, when I play games like these, I do what I call fake mix-ups in which I try to throw as much bullshit at you as I can to make it, make you think, to do this, but in reality, it's all made up. It's just throwing whatever at the screen. And uh, and I would always go low because I knew you can't block low even if you're blocking low. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Um, but it's patched out officially, so you, you can block. No, now it's safe to come out, guys. Um, but yeah, the roster is actually pretty cool, too, even though it's not characters because you would think it would just be like the original Mighty Morphin with maybe one of the characters... But it's like Tommy the Green Ranger, Jason Red Ranger. They're the two like original ones. And there's like a Speed Force one, not a Speed Force, but like a Speed something. There's a pirate one. There's like this Dark Souls looking dude who has like this weird helmet. Goldar's a playable character, and <laughs> um, Megazord. Yeah, and um, then there's like a Black Ranger Sentry. It's not an actual. It's not the actual Black Ranger. Uh, it's like a sentry unit, so he has like all these pouches, and he he's a projectile character. Um, so yeah, it's it's fun. It's twenty bucks. You just know what you're getting into. You just know you're gonna get body online if you. <laughs> That's all you gotta be fair about. But apparently, there's a story mode coming and all that good stuff. So the what game do I know? did the ship with a story mode. Well, Street Fighter Five did that. So I was gonna say, where did I hear that before? Yeah, yeah. Street Fighter Five is not the example to aspire to. But this game, this game's a budget. This this game's a budget title. It's it's twenty bucks. It's gonna come later for free. Fuck it. You're not gonna be playing a Power Rangers fighting game for the story mode. Sounds like you're not gonna be playing a Power Rangers fighting game much at all if it doesn't have a story mode. I mean, you play online and you you do crazy mix-ups online. That's the purpose of it. Um, Actually, the online is great. Like you would think, like with it being a budget title, uh, you could tell where the money went into. And it runs, for the most part, really great. I mean, no matter how good a fighting game netcode is, you can't fix bad internet. But when I played on the Switch, um, it runs really well. It runs better than Smash at some points, which is kind of astounds me. Um, but yeah, it's fine. It's part for 20 bucks. Glitter nostalgia. Just wish the music was better. That's enough. I'm going to not talk anymore. Mike, Mike from our chat says that three of them are from the Shatter Grid comics. Oh so, yeah, there's like a Lord Dragon guy. Uh, I don't know what his deal is. He looks like evil Green Ranger Tommy or something, some shit like that. Yeah, I was gonna ask uh, how many Tommies are there. Just tech. I don't actually. I actually don't know if Lord Dracon or whatever his name is is a uh, Tommy clone or not. Or I think he's like a. I don't know if he's. I don't know. Oh, you also get to summon Megazords. Um, you get the dragon and the uh, and the and the OG Megazord. They're basically like the um, Infinity Stones in MVCI, where if you you can summon them by pressing L and R when they're ready, and um, you press like a certain button and like say the the Dragon Zord will do its tail attack or it'll launch missiles. Um, it's great. There's no better satisfaction on this game is when you're doing a combo and then I cancel that into Tommy Super because he'll stop doing the combo and do his do 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 like do do motherfucker eat missiles. It's so great. Uh, is yeah, it's Power Rangers. 
Coco Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So most of my week, I just been freaking out over my finger, and. <laughs> If you've been following me on Twitter, you know what happened. I, Did Triple H get a hold of your finger? I sliced my finger open. Um, I had a razor blade. I had a razor in my backpack, and I forgot about it. It was just floating around in there, so I went into my backpack to grab something, and I sliced my finger open, and it just kept bleeding constantly. Uh, so I just wrapped that up, and then I went to the hospital later. They threw some glue on there, and they're like, "You'll be okay." So. It's still, it looks like it's healing, so that's the good thing. <laughs> but yeah, I've been worried that I needed to amputate my finger. Oh no. This whole time. Like, I hope that doesn't have to come to that. But, looks like it doesn't. Um, so for video games I've been playing this week, um, I recently bought the, the Phoenix Wright trilogy, speaking of Phoenix Wright earlier, and... The reason I bought it is because uh, I realized that they like redid the art for it, mm-hmm. so it's like all like high res art, which is really nice. Um, <clears throat> so like, that's what I'm getting. That's what's like new that I'm getting out of this. Otherwise, it's just the three games again. But Did you already play really these? Good games. What? Did you already play these? Oh yeah, I played all the Phoenix Wright okay. games. Um, Nerd. Yeah. They're good games, especially when you get like into the court drama and like trying to figure shit out. Oh, so much fun! And then you yell objection, and then they have the anime eyes staring. That's at each that's other. the best part of the 3ds version is that you can actually yell objection into the mic. And yep. like I remember when I was playing the second <laughs> game, there's a, there's a case involving a clown, and I caught him out on his <clears> bullshit. And it was like eleven ten thirty at night. You know, nobody was on the bus except for me and the driver. And, oh no! And I went objection, us. and like the driver was already stopping, and he looked at me like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Oh but like I wasn't like, and then you I got startled and crashed the bus into a like a <laughs> group full of children. Yeah, that were out at ten thirty at night or for something. some reason. Um, Good job, man. But then I nailed. I got you, fucking bastard clown. <laughs> Fuck you, you lying piece of shit. <laughs> Never trust a clown. No, never. Fuck them. One of them is a demonic demon possessing a being from another world. And one of them is it. That's... that's, that's okay. <laughs> Crickets. Uh, Alright. Yeah, so, so Phoenix Ray has been pretty good. Uh, and the other game I decided to get, because I feel like... So, I, I bought Final Fantasy IX on the PC, and I was like... and But my PC gaming these days is basically just Destiny and... Other games like that. Destiny Box. If it doesn't have um, purples in it, you don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there's no purples and oranges, I don't <laughs> care. Uh, so I decided to get it on my on my Switch instead. And for some reason, I don't know, like I just realized I recognize that there's like a little bit more slowdown in in the Switch version for some reason. Uh, I know those games are like kind of like notorious for their slowdown with their CG graphics and their battle intros and stuff, but for, it's a little bit more noticeable in the Switch. Um, but yeah, I just got to the forest. I, I think the where I last left off on the PC version I have was like the ice wall or something. Ice cavern? came out of the forest. Yeah, there's like an ice cavern. Yeah. So, I'm so the very beginning of the there. game. Yeah. Like, I didn't get very far. <clears throat> but mostly we're playing that stuff. Um, 
this past weekend, I watched a lot of wrestling. This is Justin's cue to leave for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Talk about yeah. wrestling. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be here. I'm just not going to. I'm just saying, you can take a break. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, me and Ben were supposed to do a podcast, but he got sick, and I didn't want to like force him to do a podcast while he's sick. But he's he still hear here while he's sick. You didn't want so. to hear me go, and Kofi Kingston won the. <laughs> you didn't want to hear me. Even though I sound. Worse <coughs> now than what I did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, just like a few quick takeaways. Uh, the Hall of Fame. I watched the Hall of Fame. It was actually much better this year. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I like having uh, Bret Hart up there, listening to him talk about him and his friend. Um, and it's kind of a shame that uh, some asshole ran into the ring and tackled Bret while he was doing his speech. Like, who has the idea of, like, tackling a cancer and stroke survivor? <laughs> like, a senior, too. It's ridiculous. Probably ben? Shawn Michaels fan. Yeah, Shawn Michaels fan. Um, another key takeaway was during the G1 Supercard, uh, I, I really enjoyed um, um, Okada and Jay White. They had a great match. Uh, one of the best of the weekend. Definitely go watch that. But also, there was a, a work shoot incident. Where Enzo and Big Cass like jumped the barricade and oh started like God. punching pe- punching some of the wrestlers there, and it was a work, but it looked like a shoot, Ugh. and it just kind of like proves that ROH doesn't really know what they're doing, while New Japan is like vastly superior to them, and it seems like everyone's just like, yeah, I don't know about ROH, but New Japan, that's some good shit. Um, but yeah, Ben, go ahead to talk about what you want. Um, it was a fun, I mean, I didn't watch all that stuff, but like NXT TakeOver was probably the best live wrestling show of all time (laughs) from start to finish, um, in terms of its quality, like it's hard to say otherwise, such, so many amazing matches, except for that one finish, you know what I'm talking about, um, and WrestleMania, while it was predictable in many aspects and formulaic, fuck, I haven't, like, dude, I was like cheering so fucking hard for Kofi. Like, I was, like, co, like, co, she, you know, like, doing the New Day stuff. Um, and, like, I was, I started fucking crying when he went, when he got the pin. Um, you know, happy Brock's bitch ass is gone, you know, and he went out quick because he's a bitch. Brock's a bitch, I'm sorry. I don't care if he can murder me with his hands, I'm calling him a bitch. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, like, it was a fine card. You know, it was, it wasn't the greatest WrestleMania, but they made people happy. And, like, WrestleMania should always be a, t- a show where the fans go home happy. And I was super cynical thinking, okay, Seth can lose, you know, but Becky and Kofi have to win. Okay, I'm fine with Kofi losing, but Seth and Becky have to win. But they all won. And I got to cry because Becky Lynch is the double champ. And it's great. Even though Ronda botched the end of that, right? At the end of the match. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so I, I think they ran out of time. I think it was a combination of a botch and then like they ran out of time. Yeah, it's kind of a shame because like they got the headline WrestleMania, the women, but also like everyone there was super tired. Including yeah, myself. it's it proves that fucking WrestleMania shouldn't be seven hours long. It actually went into Monday morning. Oh, <laughs> That's how long it was. Yeah, it's so stupid. Wrestling shows should not be that long. Yeah. Um but yeah, great. It was like I'm just glad I stayed up for it, you know? Like I, I didn't fall asleep. 
Probably the uh, best WrestleMania in the last like five years. Yeah, d- 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 for sure, definitely since thirty, because thirty was the last great one. Um, yeah. when DB won the title. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I nearly cried when Kofi won. Yeah, so, no, I, I legit started crying. Like, he finally did. Like that's that's like you want to talk about something that like is the magic of professional wrestling and like why we watch this scripted content Monday. Or some people Monday and Tuesday, or at least some people like me once a month. It's moments like that because you love a guy and they're built as the underdog, and they finally undercome the challenge. And, why and you is... watch their journey for years, yeah, like years and years. Yeah, it's this when, was like a when... ten year like thing for him. Yeah, it's 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 like it's similar to when Eddie Guerrero won the title in 04 against Brock. It was like that's oh, what like... I've heard is like some people are comparing it to that. Yeah, like, that's how significant that moment was. It, it is, man. It's yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, like it, it represents people of color and like mm-hmm. women, like like minorities. It's like such a feel good moment. Yeah. Also, I swear to God, Vince, I will murder you if you fucking turn Biggie heel and ruin the new day. <laughs> Do not take their friendship away from me. They're, this world is so horrible, and I need three men who just are just love each other and will support each other. I don't need no more heel turns. I kept waiting for Biggie because when Biggie brought out that present. I was fully expecting, oh my god, it's going to be something that's going to cost Kofi lose the title, isn't it? But they didn't do it. They made people happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't see that a whole lot like, where like people will run in and like you know lift people. Like They lifted Kofi up on their shoulders and his kids came in. You don't see that a whole lot. So. Yeah, the last time we saw anything like that was, was he who should not be named and Andy Guerrero at WrestleMania 20. Where like you were literally overjoyed because this guy has been doing it. For so long, and he finally won the title on the biggest stage of them all. You know, yeah. it's awesome. So we love wrestling. Uh, yeah, some good shit. Uh, another one thing I want to talk about with the Hall of Fame stuff was that when that guy ran in to try and tackle Brett, with uh, a lot of other wrestlers came in and started beating on that guy's ass. Yeah, he, he pretty... he's lucky. It was he like old it... school, man. Like, yeah. you don't jump the barricade because then he's lucky he made it out of there like not yeah. limping or anything because those. Like, here's the thing, like, you know, like, it's scripted, right? But those guys are still, like, fit, and they know how to, sh- they know how to punch properly, and they have a lot of power. Yeah. He, like, there's that, that image of, uh, Scott Dawson, I think, or, yeah. a punching him, the guy just falls to his knees, I'm like, you're lucky that's all you got for attacking Bret Hart. Also, you- I think, like, Davey Boy Smith Jr. is in there, too. Um, I, I didn't see what was in there. I know, um, Ronda's husband, like, jumped in right away to oh, start yeah. wailing on him. He's a you and he's a MMA guy. Yes, or he yeah. was. Yeah, that, and and whoever you are, asshole. Um, I hope you get banned for life. I hope you get banned at MetLife for life and whatever that arena, the Barclays, and even the Barclays. Um, I hope you get banned anywhere because you are not a fan of wrestling. You're not a fan at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a really good weekend for wrestling. Yes, it was. All right, Justin, you can come back now. If he's still here. <laughs> uh. I'm I'm here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so let's move on into the news. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> the the, uh, the uh, Theraflu's kicking in, boys. <laughs> it's the hobo newsy news tune. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, news. Uh, Division two Easter egg made tease of Vikings Assassin's Creed. That actually sounds badass. I, I like how Ubisoft like puts their games in their other games. I think that's well, really it's, cool. It's a shared universe. Yeah. 
Like That's it's, what I mean. I want them to do like the ultimate Ubisoft game. Just call it Ubisoft the game. It's an open world sandbox game with everything in it. Just do it already. <laughs> uh, so you didn't read this, did you? No, I haven't read any of these. Like, like I said last week, that one news story was the only news story I've read in the last. Who knows? <sighs> Amateur. Posters found Division Two hint that next Assassin's Creed game may revolve around Vikings. Per Kotaku, the posters can be found in the game's Potomac Event Center, or uh, and they feature what appears to be a Norse god or Viking with the word Valhalla written above, holding a staff in an odd orb. Upon closer inspection, the orb is actually an apple of Eden. Important items within the Assassin's Creed universe. Didn't they solve that shit already in three? In that history. Yeah, they've they've done this before, where they've like updated their games and like put like art assets and stuff in there, like hinting to things. Ugh. Huh. Um. So yeah, uh, first we already know Ubisoft won't release a new Assassin's Creed game in 2019. Second, Ubisoft is known for putting Easter eggs in upcoming games, like how they did with Watch Dogs 2, include a teaser for Pioneer, a space game from Ubisoft that has reportedly had its development rebooted. Um. So yeah, what do you guys think about uh, Assassin's Creed in the Viking times? I mean, it'll probably have the naval combat from three, if anything. They've continued the naval combat in like every single one. I don't. Yeah. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since 2011, man. Because that game burned the fuck out of me. So, um, Odyssey's really good. It's on a, or not Odyssey? Uh, the the other one, um, Origins. Origins, yeah, and it's on. Sale yeah, I mean, for I'm twelve yeah, bucks. The, the, yeah, I'm sure they're all fine. It's just like you get burned by a game franchise that bad, you kind of never want to touch them again. But this sounds cool. I probably won't play it because my PC probably can't handle it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know about, like, the parkour stuff, because... You parkour Vikings from did... ship to ship. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, Vikings didn't really have a lot of elevated buildings. It'll probably be, like, Assassin's Creed 3, where, like, they'll have colony, colonial places that you can go to, and then, like, you'll probably just do that. I don't know, it seems weird. Vikings, hammers, maybe you get to fight Thor, who knows? I want to go to Newfoundland. Newf- Newfoundland? Yeah. That's where the Vikings found Newfoundland. Yeah. And they called it Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did a bunch of, like, Egyptian god DLC type stuff. Like, really out there things in uh, uh, Origins. And I think it'd be really cool to do, do that with Norse gods. Like, an alternative to the, isn't, uh, the God of War stuff. Isn't there, like, Greek god shit in Odyssey? It is the Greeks. Uh, I haven't played Odyssey, Odyssey yet. Is it? Okay. Haven't. Origins came first and then Odyssey, right? Yes. Okay. I knew I wasn't crazy. Origins is Egypt, Odyssey is Greece. Yeah, I do want to play Odyssey, but it's not coming to Switch, so I won't play it. Apparently you can fuck a lot of the characters in that game, and it doesn't p- matter what your sex is. Yeah, that makes me want to play uh, so there you go. I knew like that would win you. Yeah, but <laughs> the PC will melt if I hover the, hover over the icon, because of how many assets are in that game. Um... This next news story will make Justin happy. Borderlands 3 won't have co-op players fighting over loot. That's good. Because I run in and steal all the loot. Won't have to fight you over all those purples. Yeah, I yell at you. I yell at you for taking my purples. (laughs) That literally happened like an hour ago. Yeah. 
Like, you died, and I was just like, oh, what's this weapon? And you're like, your your body was whisking away, and you're like, don't take my purple. No, what I think what I said was, god damn it, Justin. <laughs> yeah. What are what are purples? This is a purple tier weapon. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there won't be shared loot. Uh, kind of like all the new loot shooters. They don't have shared loot. Was there anything else to this news story, or was that? Uh, it? no, not really. But I just wanted to say that no game should have shared loot. Yes. Like, it is neat that like it has the option to toggle between. So like if you you know if you want the shared loot, then you can switch back to, like the board yeah. If you can settings. share and stuff like that, is like that's cool. But no game should require shared loot. I think that's dumb. Yeah. Um. Oh, it does. It does say a few other things. Um. There's going to be some new variety to the uh, the gun manufacturers. So Atlas will have uh, guns that fire tracker tags and smart bullets. Uh, Doll will feature alternate fire modes. And Molly Wan will have firearms that can toggle between two elements and deal guaranteed elemental damage, which is pretty nice. rad. Yeah. That might actually be the OP way to go. Yeah, for sure. I love elementals and I hate having to switch. Because we mentioned before that like the inventory system in that game kind of sucks. So if they improve that and add the option to toggle between elements, like it'll make that much more viable. And the way elements work is that it procs another damage marker. So like <laughs> you'll be doing significantly more damage. Oh, it it calculates the elemental damage separately from regular damage? Uh the way it works in 1 at least it does. They might change that for 3. I don't know how 2 handled it. Hmm. Um, keeping up on the Borderlands train though, at Valve anti-review bomb measures strip four thousand negative reviews from Borderlands one and two. That's a lot of reviews, guys. They thought it would work. It's not gonna. Well, we, we went over this last week. It's not gonna work because they're gonna fucking be bitches and buy the game anyways on Epic anyways. Right. Fucking hypocritical assholes. Fuck gamers. <laughs> Uh, Valve's efforts to mitigate the impact of Steam review bombs are working thanks to a new system that prevents off-topic reviews affecting a game's review score. Which, I mean, we already knew that. Like, that's already something that has been in effect. But they were just saying, well, it worked for Skyrim mods, so we know this is a way to get to them. But clearly it's not. Like, the Skyrim situation was totally different. And what I think was what made them implement this new review system. So you have to change tactics with the times and the the best situation. Like, like Ben said, just buy the game on Epic. We've talked about that like three or, weeks ago. Or, sorry, or, don't buy the game on Epic. Yeah, exactly. Stick to your fucking guns and wait six months for the Steam release. Don't we have, but you know what? You're too much of a weak little cowardly bitch who has no self, who have no self restraint. So you're gonna buy the game on Epic, but you're probably gonna buy the premium edition with all the DLC preloaded. So fuck you. Uh, speaking of games to not buy, Scalebound could return as a Switch exclusive. Why are you hitting on a game that was barely, like, not even finished technically? Uh, it's just a meme at this point. Is it? They look fine to me. At least for me, anyways. Um. So I can't read this news story because I have Ablock on and Same. it won't let me read. 
<laughs> I, I found it on mobile where it didn't bother me. Um, but oh, is it that bad? Hold on, I'm going on there real quick. I was able to make the thing go away, and I was just telling you to turn my ad blocker off in the corner. So I'm just going to read this part real quick that I can read. Um, let's see. The latest gossip comes via Nintendo Insider. Why aren't we there? Which claims that Scalebound is coming back. Uh, I have confidence in my sources to report that it is my understanding, that's a stupid sentence, that Scalebound has been resurrected as a project to be released as a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Wow, learn to speak English. Uh, interestingly, earlier this month, Game Informer hinted on Kinda Funny Games about a game that's thought to be dead that Nintendo's reviving. Apparently, Scalebound is said title. That sounds like correlation, not causation. Uh, that would... The snarky stuff is my additions, by the way, not the article. Of, co- of course. Uh, <laughs> that would come as... Well, this might be like a Kotaku article. They're snarky. Um, that would come as quite the happy news as when it was announced that Scalebound was going the way of the giant scaly things. What? Back in wow. 2017, the fan base was incredibly distraught. And that's all I got. That's all I can read. Uh, How's there a fan base for a game that wasn't released? It well, was it's, a cool. pla- it's, it's a platinum game. It, platinum games always have a fan base. Yeah, for sure. And, like, Platinum and Nintendo have a really good relationship now, so I wouldn't yeah. be at all surprised if they... Astral Chain, baby! Yeah. I hope it comes back, because I, I, this whole scale band thing just always seemed really cool. And I want more, like, cool, stylish. Now that Bayonetta is, you know, been wildly successful on both Wii U and Switch, I hope it's just, like, Platinum just says, fuck it, all our games exclusive to Switch. Fuck you, other assholes. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I hope it runs better. Because when it first reviewed or developed... Or it probably reviewed. needed more time in the oven. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's going to release and it's going to be called Scaled Down instead. But <laughs> it's fine. Like As it, long as it runs at 60 FPS, I'm perfectly fine. As long as it's a mechanically strong game, who cares if it looks bad? Yeah. Ben cares. He likes the graphics. Ben no. plays everything on Switch. He clearly doesn't care. <laughs> how many times has he yelled about how graphics mean the world to him though no, or low as, settings as, on PC aesthetics mean everything to me are you making yeah. fun of me no I'm yes. not okay okay I'm sorry I'm getting delirious I'm defending you I'm saying okay. that you don't care about graphics because you play everything on ass yeah. quality either on yeah. the Switch or the PC yeah it's all it's all about I've always, I mean I've always said it, it's always been about the aesthetic versus the realistic like I don't care if I can see the 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 pubes on Kratos's dick I want to see the world around Kratos's dick That's a quote That's a fucking quote <laughs> It is All right let's move on from that Um there's a news article here about Randy Pitcher responding to Borderlands review bombers Oh fuck him But I don't know Justin. Oh I don't care about the person I just care about the statement uh, because it reinforces everything we've been saying. And he basically just says, um, ironically, that this misuse is possible and that Steam has no interest in correcting this misuse makes me kind of happy about 2K's decision and makes me want to reconsider Gearbox Publishing's current posture on the system, on the platform. Basically saying that like the fact that people use Steam like this makes them glad that they are doubling down on the Epic Store and that maybe they won't use steam in the future so they're just hurting themselves because he has uh, no say in this decision he's just backing it up because people have been dead. yeah he's just talking shit because yeah. that's, that's what he does oh, well, he'll yeah. go to jail for child pornography anyways Fair. 
Uh, going from one millionaire to another, anonymous millionaire wants to set up a real life battle royale. Oh, what a right shock! On. Rich people, rich people want to kill poor people. This is my well, favorite it's story not, this week. This is the only one I yeah, care about. Yeah, this is the only real news story. Yeah, um, it's not really killing people. It's you like you said. That's um, where it starts, and then it becomes about killing people. <laughs> it's like uh, paint guns, right? Uh, it's airsoft guns and. Uh, touch-sensitive body armor. So, like, when the airsoft pellets, like, hit certain parts of the body... It's like large-scale laser tag. Yeah, basically. But without the laser guns. It's airsoft airsoft guns. And probably a lot of flossing and all that dancing shit that they do. Yeah, when you kill someone, you have to floss, and then you get, like, a... Eliminated. Yeah. (laughs) You can take their backpack. (laughs) You just carry around 15 backpacks. Because nothing is the same in real life as in a game, people. It's going to look stupid. <laughs> but it is kind of cool, though, because it's a, a three-day competition that they're planning with 12 hours of competition each day, and then at nighttime, they'll make camp um, and have camping gear and food provided for everyone that participates. You know, part of me hopes this turns into a fry vessel situation where it just goes all fucking to hell. Oh, for sure. It could. Because right now, <laughs> they're trying to find a, uh, a project manager. That can see, you know, that can see this through oh. fruition. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be a Fry Festival three point. They should hire. They should hire the guy who made Fire Festival because he clearly knows how to make a battle royale. Situation. <laughs> 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 <Nice>. <laughs> oh, people have no drinking water for three days. But yeah, if you want, if you have ideas for this and want to make some pretty good money pretty quickly, uh, you can go to this guy's website, which I don't know. Uh, I have no idea where it is or anything. Do we really want to? But plug who it, cares? Though? You'll find it. Um, and it pays forty-five thousand uh, euros uh, for six weeks of work. Wow, that's so, pretty good. Fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna go, guys. I got, I'm gonna quit the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go plan a battle royale festival. It's gonna be awesome. And and you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna do this, guys. I gotta book a flight to Europe. You better get the job first. Oh, I mean, I could always go see Europe and then get the job. True. Yeah, this sounds really cool. And, like, if I wasn't, like, super out of shape and awful at everything, I would totally want to do this. And I can understand why this would be a big deal to people that, you know, would, like, like ex-military and things like that, that enjoy these Battle Royale games. Um, But it's ridiculous that this is a thing that exists. Like, it makes me think if, like, the most dangerous game... Uh, where like the the rich guy like lives all by himself yeah. and like invites someone over and is like, oh yeah, we're gonna play a game and like sends him out into his field and tries to kill him. Um, yep. But you know, fake, obviously. Obviously. For uh, now, hopefully, this gets streamed somewhere like Twitch or something. Maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. Hunger Games yeah. style. Cool. Then yeah. we can yeah. see Fry Festival 2.0 live. The Hunger Games is going to be real, guys. I secretly want this to become another Fry Festival to see how much, how bad can they fuck this up. That's what I want to see. Uh, moving on, we got Dragon Age Four is reportedly influenced by a canceled Dragon Age project. There's not much to the story that you didn't read. Um, it basically <laughs> is just going into some details from that uh, that Jason Schreier article. Oh, uh, we talked about that last. Yeah, last. I know, but like, there's a little bit more that's come out about it. 
because um, it was another like thing that Kotaku put out more in depth on Dragon Age itself. Um, it was explaining that that old game uh, was very much designed as a single player experience, um, and was actually like in really good shape. Like everyone working on it was super positive about it and didn't have any of the troubled development that a lot of the other games have and things like that. Um, but the team all got pulled away to work on Andromeda. So the one game that was going well just got shelved. And so when it was time to jump back into a Dragon Age game, instead of basing it on that thing that they had working well, they use, they're they using the Anthem engine and building it from the ground up to be a multiplayer-focused games of service. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dragon Age 4 is not going to be what we want it to be, basically. But it was going to be that. <laughs> and now it's not, because Bioware sucks. Huh. So, that's most I don't know. I don't even know uh, what uh, what uh, Dragon Age Game as Service would even be. Right? The, the idea they mentioned is, like, your companions that go with you, like, in other Dragon Age games, would be actual people. And that you can play it on your own, but it's more fun with other people. But, like, do you get sexy with your multiplayer co-op people? Or, like, are they removing that? Like, people love Dragon Age for its sexy time. Yeah. With the companions and things like that. So what are you really building if it's not that? Like, you can't make all the other people in the game people, or else you're ruining what makes Bioware Bioware. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, next in the story, we have Gearbox CEO claims Troy Baker was asked to return for Borderlands 3. Apparently he's not coming back. Uh, yeah, so this was there was an original story that said that Troy Baker announced like at a convention appearance or something that sadly he is not in Borderlands 3, even though Reese, his character from Tales of the Borderlands, uh, was in the trailer. Um, and he basically he made it sound like it wasn't his choice and blah, blah, blah. Like, um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I really want Gearbox to know if they are going to bring back characters from Telltale's Borderlands, they should be the people who originated the characters. They shouldn't just recast willy-nilly. Because as a fan, that matters to me. Um, implying that he's probably not the only one that was recast, which I would assume Tiny Tina. But uh, And so now Randy Pitchford, which again, maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about, um, has come out and said that he was told by the audio director that Troy Baker turned the role down. Um, but then alluded that fortunately with how Reese appears in the game... It probably doesn't matter at all. You'll have to see for yourself when the game comes out um, if you agree on that or not. So, I don't know who Reese is. I never played that game. But I would assume maybe this version of him is not the same as what was in that game. So, who cares about the voice actor? But the point is, like, it sounds like there's some weird voice actor stuff still going on. Like, post-strike. Um maybe some bad blood between some of the studios and the actors. Well, he doesn't work. He doesn't want to work with a fucking toxic as fuck studio. Maybe 
Maybe. But why does he sound upset then that he wasn't in the game if he was asked to be and all that? PR? I don't fucking know. It's all it's weird. It's mind games. Yeah. It's bad. I don't like it. Oh, well, he'll be in a billion other things. So you, if you want to get your Troy Baker on, you'll get your Troy Baker on somewhere. I mean, Troy Baker's good. Like, I... Cool, whatever. I don't, like, need him in my stuff. Like I said, I don't even know who that character is. But I just... I also agree that it's important to fans for characters to stay the same. Like, you can always tell when a, a voice has changed. And it's yeah. really annoying. David Hops... David Hayter no it, it longer It didn't work for Life is Strange, that's for sure. No. Um... Troy Baker isn't in Mortal Kombat 11, is he? Um, I don't know. He, I think he was in Mortal Kombat. No, he was in Mortal Kombat X. He was Shinnok, so Shinnok is technically in Mortal Kombat 11. So technically, oh, he was Shinnok. <laughs> yeah, he was Shinnok. Okay. I think he was Shinnok. Uh, that was a silly way for you guys to talk about the Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. Oh yeah, they um they finally put it on Switch, um not physically, not fairly, but uh. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 is officially on the Switch eShot, which gives me more confidence. It's not going to be delayed. Like, I kind of still feel like it might. Uh, but for those of you who may know, just be wary. You are, you're, if you are still holding on to those 32 gigabyte SD cards, which I don't know if anybody who bought a Switch is now, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, will be, at launch, will be getting a 15 gigabyte patch. Um... Damn. Which means uh, it confirms that 22 gigabytes of the total size of the game. Uh, which uh, so yeah, 22 gigabytes total, and 15 of those are going to be from a day one patch. It seems like it. Also, officially now, because one of the bigger questions with Mortal Kombat 11 is is the Ultimate Edition going to come to MK11? Um, is Mortal Kombat 11 on Switch even going to get the DLC? Relax, you can buy the Ultimate Edition for a hundred dollars. That will have. Uh, let's see, it says it right here. Um, we'll have six DLC fighters, seven skins, seven sets of gear, which, um, I mean, it says including Shao Kahn, that will, that will be a total of 13 DLC fighters, which the first one of those has been confirmed to be Shang Tsung already, which I talked about. So that, I mean, that's cool. I just hope this means, cause it doesn't say you can pre-purchase the game yet, uh, but they probably might still be working on it. Um, cause I don't think you can do it on any console yet. But the, hopefully this means the fact that it's live on the eShop that you can fucking... It's going to come out the same day as any other console. Uh, so I looked it up. But this is totally unrelated to what you're saying, but I'm sure it was all good stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I looked it up. my old friend. <laughs> I've come and... to talk with you again. <laughs> Two fun facts. Uh, one more fun than others and one more relevant than others. Um, Troy Baker is Shinnok, but he's also apparently Aaron Black, so he's in... Oh, yeah! Regardless. Yeah, he's Jobber Um, Man. Yeah, and he's Fujin. I don't remember Fujin being in Mortal Kombat X. He's not a playable character, but he's in one of the cutscenes, uh, in the very beginning of the game, he fights alongside Raiden. You can, but you wouldn't be able to tell it's Fujin unless you know it's Fujin. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, anyway. He better be DLC, Ed Boon! I swear to fucking God! He's He's really good. He's one of the cooler characters in MK4 because most of MK4 is trash. Fair enough. Um, Who's I playing just, Baraka? I don't know yet. I'm on 10. Um, because I saw that he was Aaron Black in 11, and so I had to go back to 10 to see you know, if he was also Aaron Black in that. Um, because on IMDb it just shows his name as uh, Shinnok. <laughs> but anyway, 
also fun fact uh the voice of jackie briggs is danielle nicolette who's the uh the joe's wife on the flash huh Um, i didn't realize that that's cool yeah so she's just hanging out in the dc world i guess um let's see uh that seems like a spoiler uh steve blum is baraka of course he is and sub-zero yeah that i knew because you could tell because it's fucking steve blum's voice yeah but with baraka it's more just like i intelligent unintelligible but, noises for a I'm piece saying, of java character like, you know he's two of the best characters in the game so He's one of the best characters Steve in the game. Brock cool. is a piece of shit jobber who is his whole purpose to get his ass beat. Who is, look at me. I have claws on my hands. Harper, I'm going to slide. Harper, oh, I died. I lost. I'm glad Devor This is what I was looking for. his ass in MKX. But no. Thank you, Ed Boon. We have to have a fucking time general plot that brings back this old ass character from K2. You reveal Baraka first before Princess Kitana? Fuck you, Ed Boon. Give me an early copy of the game, please. Well, not now. It was on its way, but now it's canceled. The whole game. You got the whole game canceled. Watch. I, I, I pre-order through Amazon. It comes in. I'm opening it. Ed Boon shows up with like his limousine of posses. He's like, I'll take that. That's, that's, that's what you get from, bes- from besmirching Baraka. Like you see him coming towards your door and you open up the game and it's just a middle finger. From Ed Boon. No, his eyebrows will start attacking me. That's all. <laughs> Ed Boon voices Scorpion, by the way. Yes, um, he does. That is, has always been true. No, you open up the box, and it's just Baraka in the box. Oh, my God. No, I get a special version, and all the characters are all Baraka. Yes. <laughs> Whoops, all Baraka. Oh. Oh, I'd play that. Oh, my God. Of course you would, Mr. I'm, I like generic jobber villains. Whatever. Still better than Striker. I don't like Striker. <laughs> yeah, but your friend does. Yeah, I'm not my friend. So, that's by association. He made me my lover, but, you know, we're not... I don't share the same taste. Uh, debatable. Shit, I fucking like cool ninjas. The ninjas are what made MK cool. Alright. Whatever. All anyway. Right. Moving on. We got Fuck Baraka. Ultimate commercial implies stage builder mode is on the way. Um, Snooze Fest. Yeah, and this can't be photoshopped because it's an actual commercial that's, like, out there. <laughs> um, I think they just goofed. Or they thought it would be blurred enough that people wouldn't notice. But there's a friggin' symbol of the stage builder on there. Even if you can't read the text, that's very obviously a stage builder. That's all I'm saying. I'm uh, surprised they aren't bringing, like, Smash the Targets yet or um, Home Run yet. It would be like it was in Brawl, where it's just, like, a map. It wouldn't be, like, individual ones for every character. Yeah, it'd be too much. So, I don't really care. Like, unless you can customize it, I don't care. Because we already got that stupid, like, race to the finish thing that I thought was really cool the first few times. And I'm like, oh, it's the same for every character. Yeah. But I like the stage builder. And especially if they can make it, like, a little bit more updated. Because um, it was really good in Brawl, and then they kind of ruined it in Smash 4. Um, I, I created one stage, and that was it. And, to be fair, the main reason I used it, like, more than that, is to make stages that weren't in the game. 
And now pretty much every stage I care about is in the game, so... True. But some people do a really good job. And if they can, like, have them available to download, like, and you can, you know, share your stages around and stuff, they could be, be pretty popular. Yeah, but you won't be able to play them online, so there's room that They won't make it online. They didn't make the last one online, so why would they do this one? That's true. They could have, like, a vetting process, like, you know, little big planet type thing. I guess. It just seems like a waste. Maybe for your homeboys it's cool, like, you know, the challenge stuff, but I don't know. If it does come in, cool for people who want it, but it's just a feature I won't touch. Yeah, that's fair. But this is one of the main reasons I think that there's a Direct coming on the 25th, because this is definitely going to be included with the the Joker stuff. Stage Builder! So I think they're just going to announce, like, Ultimate 3.0 is here, now! And then, like, they'll have a proper Joker trailer, maybe spend, like, 5-10 minutes, like, going over his moves and stuff. And then they'll announce that the update and the fighter are available after the presentation. And that would be, you know, by the end of April. Like, that's about as late as you can get with still having a direct to introduce it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that's the last Thursday of the month. The only stage builder game I'm looking forward to is Mario Maker 2. Yeah. I look forward to getting upset (laughs) at people's bullshit levels. Yeah, give me that. Uh... Uh, switching gears into Sony, uh, they finally launched their PSN name change service. Where you can actually lose the games you buy digitally somehow. Uh, So don't do it. Yeah, just just, just still stay Pussy Slayer XX 2008. Just stay that. It's worth it. Your wife will understand you were young, you were an edgelord, it's okay. But if you make another one, you still lose everything. Yeah, but then you have two accounts. One that you can use for online play, and the other one that you can just sign in and stuff. I know it's not a good solution. I'm not saying it is. Don't change your name. Just own, own, own that you're Fart Knocker 2013. What? You got any more? Um, um, yeah. Own the fact that you are Chun Li is my waifu XX Triple 2018. There you go. These are all kind of a template like a, a, a sentence and then xx and then a year listen man i'm on fucking drugs right now okay <laughs> work with me here work with me here all right anyway um the thing that's being understated by a lot of the stuff like you know people complaining about it is that you can go back to your old id at any time it doesn't like it's not like changing your id means that your old one can be used by someone else it holds on to that in case you ever want to go back so if you change your ID, realize that a bunch of your games don't work, you just revert and no harm, no foul. You're never going to change again anyway. It's not that big a deal. It's so bullshit that it even happens. It's a though. big deal. I'm not changing my name. But you like, can do you it, should see be able... what happens, and then change it back. But you I'm shouldn't even have to worry about that. That's the thing. Like, how did they not... Did they not test this? Oh, wait. It's Arrogant Zone. They don't have to do shit anymore, because they're technically, quote-unquote, winning... In the sales department, so don't they're hashtag it. winning. Yeah, fuck arrogant Sony. Sony has tiger blood in them. Bring right. back those old memes. Yeah, yeah, very old. Uh, speaking of old, Octopath Traveler, it's no longer going to be it's a like Switch exclusive. Last year, it's old. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's coming to PC. Uh, unfortunately, it's not an Epic Store exclusive. It should uh, be, though. <laughs> just to make all the weebs f- mad. It should uh, be a Square Enix Store exclusive. Yes, that would have been much more <laughs> Oh my god, that would be awful. 
Yeah, there's. Uh, it's coming June seventh. So that's I. Unlike some gatekeeping Nintendo Switch assholes out there, uh, I like that it's going to come to PC and more people can yeah. play who may not want to own a Switch. That's awesome. There, there's more chances for it to be on sale. Yeah, exactly. And it. it raises the chance of getting sequels because it's it, we already that. know. Yeah, we already know it's getting a sequel. It's getting a. It's already getting a mobile game. So it well, sold yeah. a million units on Switch. The last time I checked, that was months ago. Right, but I'm just saying it never hurts for things to be available in more places. The only time they shouldn't be is if you need the hardware for the game to work. That's why a lot of Nintendo games are exclusive. Yeah, and you don't need the hard... This is not something that exclusively can run on the Switch. No. Yeah, this is good. I'm still probably not going to get it, although... to, To its credit, like... When things go to PC, they tend to go on sale a lot quicker than if they stay on Switch... So I would probably get it if it dropped to like under thirty bucks, um, but I don't care about it enough to pay for it full price. Yeah, that's the only thing that was stopping me. I didn't want to pay like ninety dollars for it. Yeah. So, so we'll see. And this does feel like a game I would probably play more on PC. Honestly, like it's it could be hard to get into RPGs when you're on the go, like mostly with the Switch, because like you might jump in, play for a little bit, and then put it down. It's like oh crap, where was I? With RPGs on PC, I will like play them for an all night, and then the next t- next night get home and play it again if I'm really into it. I guess I'm different because I had no issues with stopping, and maybe because Octopath has a good objective marker and where you need to go. Hmm. You also take public transportation, so you have your Switch with you a lot more. True, I'm. I don't yeah, really I'm... play my Switch much at home. Yeah, like I'm... I got a second dock, so I could have you know I could jump between the living room and in here. Uh, more easily, like for recording and stuff, but I haven't moved it from the living room yet since I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a common man. I've just been playing on PC lately because I'm lazy. Working hard with my hands. No. Well, Are Thomas, you a man's man? I was waiting for you to back me up and you let me down. It yes. hurts. <laughs> That's the next verse of this country song. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Right. I thought that was Virginia, West Virginia. That was Virginia song, which I don't. I I firmly That's believe that's still I a country get. song. Is it? It's totally a country song. Yeah. Is West is okay? Real talk. Is West Virginia a real place? Because I don't believe it is. Yeah. It's Virginia's it? a place. Virginia's a place, but I don't think West Virginia is real. But West Virginia it's would have west to be of Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah, there's like western part of Virginia, but I don't believe West Virginia is a state. That's bullshit. It is. No, it's a myth. There's fifty of them. Look them up. No, Not 50 West Virginias, but 50 no. states, and one of them is West Virginia. I don't believe you. I think it's a myth. Okay. Why would you live in a place called West Virginia? Why? Why would you live in a place called North Carolina? Why would you live in a place called Texas? I mean, that is actually a good question. Latina um, women. Latina women, that's why. Boom. All right. All right, you win. You win this You win this argument. Um, but no, like that always bothers me. There's a North Carolina, South Carolina, no Carolina. So like, why, why distinguish them between North and South if there's no, like just Carolina? Because Americans are fucking stupid. Weren't, weren't they, uh, weren't they a Carolina and then like the, the South? I don't know. That's no, the thing. No, that's not a thing. They were, the, they were separate. Because it's I think not East Virginia and West Virginia. Even before yeah. the Civil War? Yeah, so for, they were, they were North and South Carolina before the Civil War. Before okay. the Civil War happened, um, because and then South North Carolina, and South Dakota, six, same way. Yeah, that should just be one Dakota at this fucking point, because like maybe like ten people live in that fucking in those two fucking states combined. Yeah, it's true. 
Americans they're probably all racist. Probably pr- no, they're from they're near Minnesota. They're probably nice people. Uh, um, since we actually have someone in their chat, I'm gonna ask them if they have a question for us. If, uh... <laughs> I hope you're not from one of the Dakotas <laughs> <laughs> or Virginias. No, they can't be. Or Carolinas. Like, nobody in the Dakotas has an internet connection. Where would you get it uh, from? In the uh, middle of nowhere. Satellites. Probably, I guess. Middle of nowhere. And you look at those like those maps that show you phone coverage. There's like nothing over to the Dakotas because there's nothing. No, there. they have they have unlimited data with U.S. cellular. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, since they haven't responded, uh, Justin, where can <laughs> people find you? Uh, you can find me if you look up Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Or Instagram, uh, I don't know. Social media is a construct. I don't care. Then uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelous higgy as I slowly die. Yeah. I'm sorry. I haven't <laughs> uploaded the final three parts to Shovel Knight, like because I didn't get to record the audio for them before I left. And when I got back, I just wanted to sleep. And then when I wanted to record before I go back to work, I got sick briefly. And then I was going to record on Monday night. And I got sick again. And you don't want to hear me go, hey, and, you know, here's the Castle of Illusion. You don't want to hear that. You heard it for an hour and a half now, but thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, Shovel Knight will come when it's ready. You know, it's my hobby. And then Mega Man X4 will be whenever the fuck I feel like it. There you go. And when's All puberty? Right. Uh, when's puberty? I don't know. Maybe when Trump, <laughs> maybe when the world ends, I'll finally, my balls will finally drop and I'll say, flat earth is real. Oh. Wait, your views change? Yeah, hit- don't, isn't that what happens? You get puberty, like you see a white supremacist. Oh, like, like and, Texas puberty, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, become, I become an idiot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Mike actually wrote in the, in the chat, he asked, uh, he said, feel better soon, Iggy. Uh-huh. And... What's one game series you would bring back? So, like, what's something that Ooh. hasn't had a release? I have one. Game? I have one that's so... And I was thinking about it earlier because I was listening to the soundtrack on Spotify. Um, Nights into Dreams. Oh, would, of course you would. I would so bring that back. Love that game <sighs> so much. The music has such beautiful music and such amazing levels. Oh, my God. It's such it's better 3D game than Mario 64 was. Mm. Eat me. My, I was gonna say that my answer is a cop out because I was gonna go with Harvest Moon, but like when Harvest Moon was good, because uh, technically they're still making them, but yeah, I can't do that because it's not like it, it's not brought <laughs> back; it's just bad now. Um, so I'm actually going to go with Golden Sun. That's not bad. Yeah, I would like to. I would. I would kill for just an HD remake of the first two on one game. Ooh, like with the Octopath Traveler style. Mm, maybe not. Maybe, actually, no. I, it yeah, would work for, really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would, I would kill for that. Um, but they got to keep Mikey Mario tennis games, so we're never gonna get one. They were making those back then too, though. Camelot's been making Mario tennis since it started, but, but nobody bought the the third and one. Mario so Golf. Nobody, nobody bought the third one. Dark Dawn was a little weird. Dark Dawn's bad. That's why nobody bought it. Yeah, they need to just go back to their roots, like just reboot rebuild it. it a little bit, like start over again. Yeah. Retell the story with like in game with like voice dialogue and, and okay, maybe, maybe it's too much asking, but like an orchestral score. 
Well, the reason know? the first two worked is because it was like a really cool, like kind of combined take where it's like yeah. you're seeing the whole story from one side, and then the second game is like, oh wait, I'm the villains now. Wait, they're not well, villains. Like, yeah, it's yeah, really oh, cool. yeah. Well, you just, yeah, that's the greatest part of that second game. That's why it's yeah. one of my favorite RPGs because that fucking twist. Like, oh my god, it's about climate change. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah, and then like the third one, it's just like, oh, here's the kids of the last people. Go have fun. Redoing like, the that's same, it. Almost, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it's not it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. Thomas. <laughs> Um, I would say Mech Assault. I know they make Mech Warrior games, but it's not the same thing as Mech Assault. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's probably where, like, I actually got, like, the hooks of games as service, because that game was, like, ever-evolving. Like, there was a huge global conflict that you could participate in, and, like, win over th- certain areas and, like, conquer the map, and you had to join a different faction. So, it kind of like, it's kind of like a planet side thing, where you join a faction and you take over the map. So, I think that's where that all started, was Mech Assault. So I could see uh, a Mech Assault 3 or something like that be as a game of service and also be like super cool multiplayer. Yeah. Sega, I will fucking pay $60 for Sega, just Sega Saturn Nights into Dreams. <laughs> I will pay full price for that shit if it means getting a third Nights game. Please. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mike, for the question. It was a really yeah, good question. Fun. Yeah, and go play Nights into Dreams if you haven't already because oh it's God. amazing. Or, it's not really, but it is. It's, it's that's a different oh, discussion. Okay, or at least go listen to the soundtrack. Go do that at least. Just play the but... Knights level in Sonic Transformed. No, it's really fun. You yeah, it's like fine, the, the but... plane, and you're going through. Yeah, but the music. And... It has the music in it. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, all right, you can find me, your host Thomas on Twitter, CSG Thomas on Twitter. You can also find us all here at Chartshot.com. You can join the the live stream ask us a question or you can email me a question thomas at charshot.com and thanks mike for coming out and until then guys enjoy your games good night bye i'm dying <laughs> where is my okay I'm... oh god <laughs> i started to see how i could hold it but then i started laughing